Hi there, and welcome to episode 37 of the T21 Mum podcast, another physically distant quarantine edition. My name is Mary, and I'll be your host. Each episode, we'll talk about life, Down syndrome, mamahood, single parenting, and pretty much everything in between. I have a daughter named Ainsley, who's seven years old and rockin' an extra chromosome, also known as Down syndrome, and I am living life my way. And of course, my friend and co-host Ron is also joining us today, but we are once again in two separate locations. Hi, Ron. Opposite sides of the water? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, you know, I just some hangover business from last week. Um, How are you getting on with your daycare thing? It's pretty much resolved itself. You know, I'm still waiting to see if they're going to extend their hours in the summer, but we're still a ways off from that. So, you know, I'll wait till we're further down the road. But for the most part, it's resolved itself. Ainsley goes there Tuesdays through Fridays, and there's only four kids there. But I'm giving them some things for her to work on while at daycare and one of her favorite support persons turned up on Friday, Taylor. So Ainsley was pretty excited about that. Okay. So this week Mm -hmm. we are talking with somebody special. Yes, indeed. So how special? Oh, I think pretty special. And we've spoken about this person a few times on the podcast in previous episodes and it took a lot of prodding and a little bit of bribing with some chocolate chip cookies, but who could say no to that? <laughs> but I thought it would be nice to have my boyfriend Dennis to come on and sort of share his perspective on you know life with Ainsley because you know his experience is much different than most other people's because he came in to this knowing. Well, maybe not knowing, but he had a choice. And we talk about that and, you know, and how much uh, he means to us. And he, you know, I I mean, I've spoken before about how I think Dennis is such a great guy, Mm -hmm. but he frequently goes above and beyond for you guys. Oh, yes, most definitely. You want to know about that little story? Yeah, I want you to tell (laughs) me the story. <laughs> yeah, even Ainsley's laughing in the back. The, there's there's the there's one of those stories that proves how great a guy he is. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yes, Dennis. He, yeah, yeah. It was it was a crazy time. So we had literally just finished up the potty training with uh, Katie, who we've had on a couple of times now, and I think it was maybe the weekend of finishing or a week later. It wasn't very long after, but anyways. Uh, so we go to my friend's fiftieth uh, birthday party, and it didn't start off well. Ainsley had an accident as soon as we got there. Uh, she had another accident, I think, when we we're there. You know, and granted, I don't think she was feeling a hundred percent. And then she found like one of these Costco wagons, and she just sat in there. And I thought, okay, great, I I can have a couple of minutes where I can just sort of sit down and have a drink and kind of enjoy the festivities. And that okay, I better. Uh, check on Ainsley and maybe we need to go use the bathroom. And then I see that, you know, she's had an accident, but it's not, you know, it's 
the worst kind of accident. It's like number two. So right. yeah, good times. Right. And so I rush her out. Like we're in this huge common room of my friend's building and the bathroom's like down the hall and around the corner and get in there. And, um, you know, so I get her on the toilet and, you know, the board thing is like, it's just a mess. Like there's, it was literally a shit show. Okay, Ron. <laughs> okay. I can only imagine. Yeah. So like, it's all like, it's there's like shit on the toilet. There's, you know, and then she goes to stand up and having, sp- having cleaned a public bathroom once or twice in my life. I <laughs> oh man, understand. That, that would be nasty. You know, and then Ainsley stands up and she slips in it. And then some women from our table, like she just came in and, and then she goes, like, I think she said, do you need anything? I, I can't remember what I said, but she sent Dennis in, right? Bless his heart. You know, so there we are. Uh, you know, literally there's like shit on the wall. I don't even know how it got there. It's on our hearing aid. <laughs> you know, I have at this point run out of every single wipe that I had. I had to use no word of a lie. I think three inches of paper towels uh, from the dispenser. And, uh, and then Dennis, he finally just gave Ainsley a full on bidet in the toilet, you know? So <laughs> very inventive. Yes. Very, you know, cause I don't think I would have done that. And he goes, well, it's clean water. So, you know, they're Dennis like going above and beyond, like literally. And, you know, it was, it was terrible. And, you know, and then the lady would come in, I said, do you have anything like that I can just clean with, even though I think I did a pretty good job. And she comes back with some all the things that she could find was some Windex. So, and I thought, I hope she gets her damage deposit back. Right. But, uh, you know, that's just kind of like who Dennis is, you know, he steps up, you know, when he needs to, without even being asked. And, you know, he's always, you know, there for Ainsley. He's, he helps get her to sleep. We used to call him the baby whisperer. Like he would get my friend's baby to sleep who was a terrible sleeper. And yeah, he's, he's a great guy. And yeah, I mean, at the time that story, it was not funny, but I can look back now and it is kind of funny and, and, uh, and we live to tell the story. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go talk to the, to, uh, to Dennis. Okay. Let's go. On today's episode of the T21 Mom podcast, we have a very special quarantine guest. This isn't a return guest, but one that has been mentioned more than just a few times on the podcast. And today I would like to welcome my boyfriend, Dennis, to the T21 Mom podcast. Welcome, Dennis. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for coming on. So don't be nervous. I am. Okay, there's no need to be nervous, okay? Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> so when we first met, um, Ainsley was actually quite young. And I think she was about two and a half. So like, how long have we been together now? Just over five years. Okay. And you didn't meet Ainsley right away. No. No. But I know when... Actually, just... I was talking to your mom recently. And I don't know why we were talking about this, but she said that when you told her that we had met, I guess we were dating, you said, well, mom, she has, she has a baby. But Ainsley, but I guess this is because you were referring to a picture that I had. And 
but Ainsley was two and a half. So what did you think of me being a single choice mom or did you even know what that was? Not a hundred percent, but I mean, being a single mom, courageous Mm -hmm. because it's quite uh, a challenge to take on a child on their own. Mm -hmm. And for you, a special needs child is, I would say, even uh, more courageous. You know, you got to be committed to uh, to look after your uh, your child, especially with special needs. There's a lot of challenging times mm-hmm. that you're going to be uh, facing. Right. And did you even really know what a choice mom was? Lots of people don't really know what it means. No, I d- um. I don't believe I did at that time mm-hmm. until we discussed it further. In a little bit more detail of what it was. And I've talked on previous episodes on how Ainsley came to be. And, you know, and I don't really remember, you know, when you met Ainsley, but I actually do remember the t- the moment that I actually told you that she had Down syndrome. Do you, do you remember this? I just remember that you told me and I really didn't have a uh, a reaction. You know, and it's funny that you say that because whenever I tell people the story, I say exactly that. That, you know, guys, I remember exactly the whole scenario. I was at my brother's to pick Ainsley up and they weren't at home and I couldn't get a hold of him. So I was kind of worried, like, where are they? And I remember calling you and I don't remember what we were actually talking about, but I knew where the conversation was going and it was because you knew how old she was because she was two and a half. And I said, you know, with, I took a deep breath and I said, well, she's not walking yet. And because I knew the next question would be, she's not walking yet. And then I had to say, well, because she has Down syndrome. Right. And it's kind of almost like jumping off a cliff. Right. I was so nervous. It's kind of reminded me of the time when I went bungee jumping. It's kind of like, it's almost like a life-changing moment. And, but I remember your action was like, I I could almost kind of hear the wheels clicking, like turning in your head, but that you just kind of went, oh, okay. Like it wasn't really that big of a deal. So, and you stuck around. Yeah. (laughs) Five years later. Five years later. Yeah. So, you know, for me, like I said, it was kind of like, you know, jumping off a cliff, but, you know, and for you, like it wasn't really that big of a deal. So after I told you that Ainsley had Down syndrome, like, did you, did you ever know anybody with Down syndrome or did you know much about Down syndrome? Cause it, I, I did not, not at that time. I wasn't aware mm-hmm. of, of, of anybody that had Down syndrome. And had you ever met anyone with Down syndrome before? I I can honestly say I, I have not. Wow. I, I did not at that time. Yeah, and I can say for myself, like I, prior to Ainsley, you know, I didn't have a lot of experience with people with Down syndrome either. I just knew of a volunteer at the aquarium who had Down syndrome and we talked a couple of times and really that was probably the most of my experience because, you know, as Ron and I talked about when growing up, we never saw them in the community. That's right. You know, they just, we just didn't see them there. I never had anybody in my, my school. 
Yeah, and that's exactly what Ron and I said too, is we never saw them in schools, but but now they are in the schools. Yeah. 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 And they should be. Yes. They're part so. of uh society. Yes, that's what we're trying to do and you know, create inclusion for our kids. So Yes. Yeah. And I know prior to me telling you that Ainsley had Down syndrome, I'd always kind of made a point of talking a lot about her, but not actually mentioning that she had Down syndrome because I wanted you to kind of get a feel for her mm-hmm. of who she was without the bias of knowing that there's a diagnosis there. Right. And I don't know. I think maybe that helped. Um, yeah, I think so. Sort of eased me in there. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I don't, I don't remember when you actually met Ainsley. I know when your son Michael first met her, but do you recall ever like the first time you actually met Ainsley? I I can't exactly remember that the first time. I think it might have been um when we went out one night and then maybe um somebody was babysitting her. Mhm. And um I believe that might have been uh, the first time. I yeah. Th- I think that would is how we actually met for the first time. Okay. Yeah, and I remember we with Michael, your son, and and he's always been very good with Ainsley. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think that's a testament to his dad. So, you know, which is really lovely to see. And I remember because we'd gone swimming and, you know, and just like you, he had, I don't think he'd really had any experience with someone with Down syndrome before either. No. And I mean, I don't know if I never asked him actually if he had, if there were anybody in his schools with Down syndrome. So, but yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you just have to get to know the child first before the diagnosis. That's right. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, do you remember Nona's reaction when you told her that Ansley had Down syndrome? I mean, I imagine you told her because mm-hmm. it's sort of a significant part. Right. Um, I mean, the thing is, I believe, I, I'm not sure if she was uh, 100%. Basically, she, Down syndrome, she just looks at it as a special needs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she doesn't really um, understand the diagnosis. Right. Um, but when she first met her, she mm-hmm. basically welcomed her, mm-hmm. you know, with open arms. Yeah. Was very, very cautious, or how can I say? She's very protective. Mm-hmm. Like she, like you, you say that she could do lots of stuff. Like you know, like at that time, she could help herself to eat or whatever. And and then my mom would be more like, okay, well, let me, you know, she's not eating, let me feed her, kind of thing. That's yeah, what she would do. <laughs> So that's no. that's just because that's her that's how she um that's her upbringing. Right. And your mom, she's Italian. She's Italian. And she immigrated to Canada. Yeah. And how old is she going to be in a month's time in May? 86. Yeah. Yeah. And she's she's still doing awesome. So that's Yeah. Awesome. And we love having her in our lives. So Yes. Yeah. Now you know, now that you've known Ainsley for five years, but maybe think back to maybe when you first met her. I don't know. Maybe your thoughts have changed. Do you think Down syndrome is scary? I wouldn't say it's scary. I would say it's challenging. 
mm-hmm. for all the moms out there with special needs children, uh, especially those with Down syndrome. It's it's uh, it's challenging. I mean, every day is uh, a new day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you have something different happening. Right. Um. So, like at first, she wasn't walking. Like you said, two and a half. The first time that she walked was actually uh, just outside your apartment um, uh, patio. Mm-hmm. On the grass there. On the grass where we were there with our friend upstairs, Mary. Yeah, Mary too. Mary too, mm-hmm. yes. So we were just summer, I think it was a summer night. Because yep. we were out there and uh, let's see if she can walk. And she took two steps and everybody's excited. Hey! <laughs> and then all of a sudden, everybody is... Not so excited when she almost took a header into the uh, <laughs> fence. The fence there. Yeah. 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 I'll see if I can get that video and we'll post it. It is kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, because she would have been three and a half, I think, then. But then she never did it again. No. You know, until her fourth birthday, pretty much. That's right. Where she walked back and forth between the tables and then. I was so excited thinking, oh my gosh, now she's finally walking because everyone's cheering her on. That's right. Yeah, she never did it again after that. <sighs> and that's when I had to go see Brenda. Yes. And that was, we had Brenda on on an earlier episode and she she's a miracle worker and got her walking in three weeks. So That's right. Yeah. So, you know, five years in, mm-hmm. Down syndrome, it's not really all that scary, but yes, it has its challenges for sure. Yes. But... When you see Ainsley, what do you see? I see um precious little girl that I uh, I love. Yes, and I know that she loves you very much and that you both have each other wrapped around your fingers. <laughs> I, I think so. Yes, I think so too. <sighs> you know, and you, you know, from day one, I mean, because really we'd only been dating a few months, you could have... You could have said no thanks. Right. You know, but um, you've been very accepting of Ainsley and you've kind of really been like my partner in crime in this journey. You know, there's been some really tough days and, you know, you've always been there and, you know, you've been supported all my different fundraising endeavors and, you know, and supporting me and doing this podcast. Right. And, you know, like, fundraising for the run-up for Down Syndrome. I get to store all my cookies. Yeah, thanks, Nona. Thanks, Nona. And, uh, but, you know, you always get your chocolate chip cookies, so. Yeah. (laughs) That's your favorite. You know, and you deliver cookies to people who've purchased them to help me fundraise to get to the retreat. And, you know, and you know how important it is for me to go to the retreat, which we're still not sure if that's going to happen this year in light of everything that's going on. That's true. And you've been there for all her big milestones, like the walking yes. and the talking and the potty training. Yes. <laughs> You're a big part of Ainsley's, you know, her life. And I know that she loves you very much as well. And do you want to share any kind of funny stories about Ainsley? Like, you know, maybe about the incident when you came out uh, last week? Oh, when I, um, I always, uh, she's, she doesn't seem to sleep uh, throughout the night recently yeah and so now she's waking up like at uh 5 30 even earlier <laughs> and we find her in the on the couch um basically playing with um 
what is it? Uh, Elmo? Elmo. Elmo or... or uh, Violet. Violet, mm-hmm. right? And so I always, um, when I get up, I just say good morning, and she says good morning, and I say I love you, and she says love you, and then um, then she, uh, I thought she gave me the finger right after that <laughs> and said goodbye. And then it looked like she gave you the finger. <laughs> She likes to say goodbye, like after two uh, two questions or two uh, like statements. Yes, yeah. yeah. I've had enough of you. Bye bye. That's right. <laughs> Always with love, though. Yes. Yes, and um, and then also I think it's kind of funny how she signs your name because I know when we talked about it mm-hmm. when you know when she was starting to talk more. I thought it was important that you know she call you well for now for Dennis yes. and but I gave you the sign for dad and I'm sure most of our listeners know what that sign is and you know where you put the hand up to the forehead yes. <clears throat> and uh because I thought the letter d would be too hard for her and so anyways so now but Ainsley's a bit of a lazy signer and she makes it look like an l on her forehead which to me I, I'm jokingly saying it stands for loser <laughs> But she does say Dennis. Yes, she says Dennis with the L. Right. Dennis. Well, it could be L for love. It could be. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we should just change that. Okay. Instead of loser. I think love is so much better. Okay. Don't you think? I think so, too. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And do you have any other uh, memories that you would like to share with about Ainsley? Um... Well, I mean, it's just uh, like when she gets in the car. Yes. It's very funny that um, she always, like whenever you, even when we go to the um, farmer's market, mm-hmm. she likes to break into other cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, every time. She's always trying all the other cars. Not my car. No, just uh, opening the back doors, but she can't get in. So Usually, if they don't lock it. There's been times where she's gotten in. Yeah. And we busily uh, take her out of there. And um, but when she gets into your car, mm-hmm. we try to sit her down. Yep. Uh, in her um, child seat, and most times we're successful. It's just a matter of getting her out of her child seat. Mm-hmm. That she has her eyes on going for the uh, the horn. She loves to honk the horn. Oh, yeah, and it's not just honking. No, it's, it's like laying on the horn. That's right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I remember one time, was it just recently, that uh, we went grocery. Oh, yes. We're at Superstore. Yes. Superstore? Yeah. Yeah. And then so you um, basically undid her uh, seatbelt. And then. You're she, still in the front seat. That's right. In the driver's side. Yeah. So you tried to basically get her arm and she escaped your grasp. And then she was climbing over the middle she poked me in the eye and um and then she went for the horn and she got it i know oh my gosh it was so funny and we're both laughing like yeah well you're crying. using an eye yeah. yes almost crying but laughing at the same time yeah and i said get a video get a video <laughs> it's kind of hard i to don't do have that. very good video of that no. so i won't be able to post that so. no so yes yeah no you and uh what about when at her birthday her birthday when she first walked? No, when she was five. And when she was five? Yes. When oh. did we practice for a few weeks? Oh, yeah. Blowing the candle out. 
Because, you know, what's Ainsley's favorite song? It's Happy Birthday. Right. Even to this day. Yes. On every video. And so she managed, we practiced for weeks. Yeah, yeah. And every night. Yeah, every night. I thought, I don't know if we're going to get this. I was so worried and I so wanted it so bad. Yeah. And then she, because I do have video of that and I can hear you. You're very excited when she blew out the candles. That's right. It was very exciting. And so. There we go. It's nice to have someone to be a part of those milestones. Yeah. You know, and for all those single mamas out there. You know, because I honestly thought I'd be doing this on my own. You know, especially when I heard that Ainsley had Down syndrome, I was pretty confident that I'd be on my own for the rest of my life. But, you know, if you want to, you know, hopefully meet somebody, you don't know that there are some good men out there like Dennis who will love and embrace your child just like their own child. And, you know, I honestly thought it wasn't possible, but it is. And, they're out there. You just have to dig a little bit and, you know, and, you know, sometimes it's just that people are scared of what they don't know. And once they can understand or get to know your child, maybe prior, like for me, it was a choice not to tell you right away because I think other people, it just scared them. Right. And, you know, and I wanted you to get the chance to get to know Ainsley before having that I guess if you call it the bias of, of her knowing about her diagnosis and making a choice. Right. But you're still here. I am. And five know, years later. Five years later and we love having you in our lives. Yeah. I love you guys. And we love you too. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast today, sweetie. I'm so proud of you. Oh, are you? Yep. <laughs> I made it. You did it. I did it. We yeah. did it. And thank you for coming on and sharing your love for Ainsley today. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you. All right. Bye now. Bye. Bye. So, you know, from my perspective, like Dennis is just a really wonderful guy. Yeah. And everyone who meets him says the same. And I know he was a little nervous coming on and he's actually quite funny, but I don't think it really quite came across, but maybe I can convince him to come on again with you know, bribing him with some more cookies and to to share some more life stories with Ainsley. Well, every time I've met him, I just, I, every time is just like, I think this, this is really just one of those great guys in, you know, that other guys look at and go, I want to be like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd be very embarrassed to hear that, but yeah. And like, yeah, but he, you know, it's like, let him listen to the show then. <laughs> yes. I know. I think he should listen, you know, because like Dennis had a choice, you know, he like, it's a different situation than most people are in. And, you know, he very easily could have said no thanks, but you know, he realizes that down syndrome isn't so scary and how much someone with down syndrome can enrich your life. And, you know, and it's so obvious how much Ainsley and Dennis love each other. Like, I mean, I've had many people comment, so yeah. Well, I know I know you've said many times that Ainsley has him wrapped around her finger. Oh, definitely, and and he's got her wrapped around maybe one finger, but <laughs> as well. <laughs> but yes, they they definitely have a a very mutual love for each other, and I just feel just really lucky that I was able to meet somebody who, you know, was brave enough to take us on. So.
Yeah. All right. So where are we going to go next show? I've got a few ideas lined up. So we'll see where that goes for the coming weeks. Why don't you take us on out? Thanks for listening to the T21 Mum podcast. And I would love to hear from you and how are you doing during these somewhat trying times. You can drop us a line at our email at info at t21mum.com or leave me a message on Facebook also at t21mum. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at trisomy21mama. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review so we can be more searchable for others. And like I said, I would love to hear from you, share your stories, ask questions, and tell me how you're doing things your way. Keep on loving on your rocking kiddos, and we'll see you next time. Good luck, Mary, and uh, all the best to you and Dennis and Ainsley. Thanks, Ron, and I hope to see you soon. Bye.